Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1106, air date September 18th, 2022. All right, everyone, good evening. This is Dr. Shiva Adure, and we have a whole team of Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors, um, Jason, Kristen, Suresh, Frank, and Jenny from all over the country. And we're going to have a very, very interesting discussion today. And the discussion is really going to be about this. Um, it's going to be about, is Ron DeSantis, some people have called him Trump 2.0, the new quote-unquote savior? And we don't want to uh, attack anyone's religious notions, but we that's why I put that in double quotes. And we want to discuss this in the context of Martha's Vineyard Theater that recently this took place, as well as the hypocrisy. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight, and we'll wait uh, for people to come in. Um, but this discussion is really about, um, do we want to repeat the mistakes of history, or see in a very rational and in-the-face way of looking at what actually this Martha's Vineyard thing is about, the theater and the hypocrisy of it, and decide what you want to do to really uh, drive the next uh, discourse. Do you want to be part of this theater? Do you want to be part of this hypocrisy? Or do you want to actually be an agent of change? So that's what we're going to talk about. For those of you who are new, I have a ticker running below. It says Truth, Freedom, and Health. All of you know that we are building a movement. We're creating the infrastructure for all of you to get educated to take a systems approach to understanding how the world operates. That systems approach uh, is typically, um, as some of you may know, is represented in this very simple diagram that I keep re reusing. And if you wanna know more, go to vashiva.com. But this diagram is truth, freedom, and health. And you can go to vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com. But we, if you, if you apply the science of systems, you will understand that Freedom is essential to getting to truth, and truth is essential to getting to health, and without health, we can't fight for freedom or truth. So truth, freedom, and health is not just a set of words, but it's literally a set of principles that our movement reflects, and it's also built on. And it's manifest every day. You're all welcome, which I put in the Facebook post, uh, to come 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. to vashiva.com slash orientation and have direct discussion with us. Today, what we're gonna do is we're literally gonna have um, a call-in. You're gonna hear the opinions and uh, uh, positions of some very intelligent people from all different backgrounds. You're gonna know who they are. And you're gonna get a very different perspective on what the entire situation Martha's Vineyard actually means. And before I go on to that, um, for those of you who are new and you're coming in, I wanna play a little video which will give you um, a, a bit of understanding of what our movement is really about. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. 
Mm-hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast, and within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms-up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. 
Uh, the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva. VAShiva.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VAShiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva. For those of you joining us, that's our intro video. We have uh, four awesome people here. They're part of our Truth, Freedom, and Health movement. Um, I will have them introduce themselves shortly. And before I do that, I just want to give a very, very quick overview of what we're going to be discussing today. Obviously, there was some interesting theater that took place in the last 48 hours. Um, uh, 48 migrants were sent by Ron DeSantis. And he apparently went and there's different reports on this, found them, um, somehow got them to get on a plane and sent them over to Martha's Vineyard. We know that Trump has been known as a master troller. Ron DeSantis obviously wants to run for office. So he decided to one up him. And um, so that was a the theater. Now, that theater uh, exposed a hypocrisy of the left, which isn't that hard to do, by the way. Okay. And um, uh, yesterday we did a video exposing that hypocrisy because um, myself and Frank, uh, J Jamie and Kristen, we're all in Massachusetts. We all have Jenny Smith, who's out in Florida. So she'll, she'll give her perspective. And Jill, where are you out of? Um, we'll come to Jill. Jill, introduce herself. Hi, I'm out of California. Okay, and Jill talk about the hypocrisy in California that she's seen. But fundamentally, the event that took place with... Um, with DeSantis uh, sparked obviously a lot of media attention. And that media attention, I think the last 24 hours, they say that DeSantis uh, took a truckload of probably the most amount of money in to his campaign donation. So obviously it worked really, really profitably for him, okay, which was really the goal. Um, but it has not solved the immigration problem. For decades, the immigration problem continues and neither the left or the right has any interest in solving it. What they are very, very good at is to keep working people chasing their tails every two to four years. And we'll come back to that. Um, before I go into that, I want um, our uh, wonderful set of very, very uh, intelligent people from very diverse backgrounds. Um, Jason, uh, to Frank, if you could just introduce yourself, um, which state you're in, and very briefly, you know, 15 seconds, what you do for a living so people understand your background, and then um, I'll give a sort of a, a detailed overview, and then we'll get our panel's um, uh, thoughts on this. So let's just start with a, a brief intro. Jason, go ahead. Hey, yeah, I'm Jason. I'm in Maine. I grew up in Massachusetts, but I live in Maine now, and uh, I've done a number of different things. I used to run my own landscaping business from roofing to I uh, did welding for a number of years. I actually work in a warehouse now. Um, so, yeah, I'm just a... Uh, working working class guy and i live up in maine thanks jason great to have you kristen go ahead hi everybody i'm kristen i live in massachusetts in the central part um 
I am a community health worker and I work with uh, low in income populations, primarily right now in home health. Great, thanks Kristen. Let's go over to Jenny Smith. Jenny's down in Florida. Go ahead, Jenny. Hi, good evening everyone. Thank you for having me, Dr. Shiva. Uh, my name is Jenny Smith and I am in the Jacksonville area of Florida. And I have two boys and I've been a parental rights and informed consent advocate for over a decade. Great, thanks Jenny. And let's go over to uh, Jill Jones in California. Hello, I'm Jill Jones. I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area of California. Um, I'm a parent, that's my pretty much my job now because I have to homeschool my kids with all of our policies here. So I'm a teacher and parent. Great, thank you, Jill. Thanks for joining us. Let's go over to Suresh. Uh, go ahead, Suresh. Hi, everyone. Um, I, I live in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I grew up in India. Um, I work uh, with computers and uh, people, so. Great, thanks, Suresh. And then we have Frank, uh, go ahead, Frank. Hi, my name is Frank Licata. I'm from Massachusetts. I also spent quite a bit of time in New Hampshire, first in the nation. I am um, a self-employed blue collar worker. I'm an electrician uh, of over 30 years or so. And um, I uh, met Dr. Shiver in 2017 at uh, his first of two campaign um, U.S. Senate runs for runs for U.S. Senate. <laughs> Sorry. And it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. Thanks, Frank. So let's, you know, so someone just put up this comment and this really is a great comment. So JY said, so Dr. Shiva, so you feel we should not vote for Republicans. Won't that leave us in the same destruction the Democrats are doing? Now, what do we get? Uh, what do we do to get this evil administration out? Great question, okay? So let me, it, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful question. And let me begin by answering that question by giving you some of the responses I recently gave to a post I did this morning, which is what precipitated this conversation, because people said, well, you know, let's have a conversation right now. I said, great. Um, and by the way, uh, J.Y. Denton says, amazing panelists tonight. So thank you, J.Y., J.C. Denton. So let me share that, that, uh, that with you, that uh, uh, post here with you, okay? Can everyone see this, the Facebook? Can you guys see it? Yeah, we can see it, Dr. Okay. Shiva. So what this says is, um, uh, let me go down here, okay? It says, so I put up this post earlier. I said, I said, is everyone getting it? DeSantis is being positioned as Trump 2.0. He does a stunt that does indeed expose the hypocrisy of the left, which ain't that hard, and then milks it to become the news story so the masses on the quote-unquote right think DeSantis is their new savior. Regardless, neither left nor right career politicians will ever solve the immigration quote unquote problem as they profit from it. Being drawn into this theater again serves only one purpose. Everyone should listen to this. Distraction from taking personal responsibility to build up, to build a bottoms up movement for truth, freedom and health. So when I put that up, different people responded. And I wanna hear some I want to share with you some of the responses because I personally got on and was responding this morning. Uh, Tina Rohner says, agreed. I like DeSantis, but the entire government, as we know, it is broken and needs to be returned to and run by the people, not the elite. So I said, Tina, uh, you nailed it. 
This is not about DeSantis or Trump or Biden or Obama. They are just the puppets, the actors, the theater. They may be nice fellows for all you and I know. This is about being effective, solving problems beyond left and right by uniting working people to take responsibility for have self-respect and build a bottoms up movement, okay? The other point, um, Lisa Marie Hilbish said, if only everyone truly understood what you were talking about, you speak total truth. Unfortunately, we're now in a world where no one wants to take the time to understand what's going on. I'll repeat what Lisa said. No one wants to take the time to understand what's going on and what's truly at stake. So I said, Lisa, be hopeful. You got, you get it. There are many others who are waking up. This is why the establishment will push this news and stunts to get folks distracted. Come to the next open house. And by the way, go to vashiva.com slash orientation. We do these on Thursdays. And um, Jennifer Hines said, what are you suggesting? That DeSantis is a fraud? I said, Gen Jennifer, nothing being suggested, different goals. He is part of a machine that is not interested in solving the fundamental problems of working people. That requires a movement where you respect yourself and take responsibility. If you'd like to chat or talk, talk, come to our next open house. And then another gentleman said, Ken Day said, it couldn't be more obvious. While there are a number of governors fighting for the greater, why is Governor DeSantis the only one in the MSM spotlight? I said, Ken, exactly. The stage managers and casting agents are selecting their next leads in their next theater production. So that's pretty much it, okay? That's what we're talking about. What we're talking about is that this is all theater. And our move, so if you wanna be on a train that has a Ferris wheel on it, and as a bunch of dogs chasing their tail, then if you wanna be on the train of Republicans and Democrats and this theater, what it's not a left-wing position or a right-wing position, DeSantis did a stunt, okay? And the left are hypocrites, both are true, but it doesn't deny this is a stunt and it doesn't deny that the left are hypocrites, okay? But if you look at the immigration issue, which is, persisted for decades now, you have to come to this very simple, logical conclusion that the elites don't give a damn about immigrants and they don't give a damn about the American people. Because if they did, they would, Congress, by the way, the president is not responsible for the immigration issue. It is Congress, it is legislation. And Congress takes vacations left and right. They haven't said, we're gonna be here day and night and we're gonna solve this issue. They don't do that. And there are many, many solutions for this, right? Many of the immigrants who do come do work hard and that is a fact. And many of you out there use immigrant labor. Let's be honest, Wall Street thrives on immigrant cheap labor. So they don't wanna end quote unquote illegal immigration. And the left, the right uses it for pumping up Wall Street and the left uses it for voting blocks. It's also true. So neither wing of the establishment has an interest in solving immigration. If you look at any issue right now, any issue, election, fraud, integrity issue, the pandemic, the climate or whatever, environment, what these guys are very good at, listen very carefully, they take a real issue, a real issue, and they figure out how to build a message around it. They get people all excited and they figure out, oh, that's a good message. Immigrants are all lazy bums. We need to get them out. The right will use that. 
all my or the left will say, oh no, 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 immigrants are the poor, poverty-stricken people because they need them for votes. Whatever that message is, they they manufactured that message, and they pummel you all day long with that message. And that message, the more you get distracted by that message and you give them their dollars, they make cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching money. And I know this personally. We saw it in our own election here in Massachusetts. Kristen was out on the ground. Jason was out on the ground. Frank was out on the ground. Our election was clearly stolen. We exposed the real issues with election fraud, ballot images being destroyed, the real issues having to do with chain of custody, signature verification. All of these issues got, the real issues got thrown in the, in the dustbin of history. Trump talked about, Mike Lindell talked about China attacking us from nowhere by my pillows. China attacked by my pillows and everyone has pillow codes right now, okay? And the fundamental issues never get dealt with, but they've messaged it. So a whole wing of the right thinks Trump's their savior. Trump, cha-ching, 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 made a half a billion dollars. Can anyone tell me where that money went? All right. Then you go to the left on the issue of the environment. Yeah, there are pollution is the issue. China can double their pollution right now. But stupid idiots like AOC and, and, and Bernie Sanders have made the pollutant be CO2. CO2 is not a pollutant. We need it. All the potheads are putting in CO2 into their into their uh, greenhouses, right? All day long. The CO2 is necessary for human existence. But they don't talk about the real pollutants. They've made CO2 the issue. And now the Green New Deal is going to get trillions of dollars. You see, it's about money and messaging. And that's what we're talking about here. So the real issue is the Martha's Vineyard thing is a huge opportunity. Not to say, oh, my God, we're going to get behind DeSantis. Oh, my God, he's there's no one else. What should we do? It's that same old desperate bullshit of he's the only fucking person who can save us now. Just like Trump could. Make America great. Lock her up. You know, the swamp. None of that got done. The swamp got stronger. Trump printed $7 trillion, Fauci came in, and so on. So everyone needs to get their head out of there, you know what, okay? Some people wonder why I use the F word and not use the ASS word. I don't know why. You can do your own analysis on it. But the bottom line is this, that the establishment has created a Ferris wheel. A imagine a, a Ferris wheel on a train, and that train is going nowhere. And you can get on that dumbass train and keep chasing your tail all day in this next election cycle. Or as we go to Jason and Kristen and Jenny and Jill and Suresh and Frank, and you'll hear their positions that it has taken me personally decades in our movement years to create an infrastructure called Truth, Freedom, Health. It's a system of knowledge where you can become wise. You can have a community of working people bottoms up and we can build a movement where you open your eyes and you see the only way that we get real problems solved and real solutions is by building a bottoms up movement, period. So if you keep asking questions, oh, well, should we vote for the Republicans? The world, the sky is going to fall down. Well, this bullshit has been going on year after year after year after year. Oh, my God, the Democrats, we have to vote for Walter Mondale because Reagan is going to blow up the world. Well, that didn't happen. And then Oh my God, we have to vote for George Bush because the opposition is so bad. Oh my God, we have to vote for Trump because yeah, they're bad. So this lesser of two evils bullshit is that they have working people doing one spectacularly deficient behavior, which is not taking res personal responsibility, not having self-respect and outsourcing your responsibility to these foolish 
And they may be nice people. Don't get me wrong. Ron, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis plays baseball. I played baseball. Probably he's a, he and I probably would get along. You probably could have a nice beer with Obama. You probably can even probably drive around with Biden and, and not fall over a few times. So whatever it is, these people are probably nice people, bad people, That's or good people. It's all irrelevant. But they are on a train that you will be used. That train goes nowhere. And if you go to the website, Truth, Freedom, Health, and you look at what our movement has done, in just three to four years, we've actually won. We're the ones, our movement is the one independently exposed that government and Twitter are one. Tucker, Sucker Carlson never covered it. It is our movement that exposed the pandemic long in 2019, long before the opportunists like Kennedy got involved. It is this movement that completely exposed the fundamental issues that left and right can come together on, on the election issues. So if you are once again going to get on this train, well, shame on you. You're going to get what you deserve. So let's go over to, I want to start with uh, Frank Licata. Frank, why don't you share with us how you, the train ride you took, Frank, and why you got off that train? Go ahead, I Frank, did. and why you don't want to chase you. I think you're the one that came up with the thing. You, 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 I've seen you. You want, to, you want to be like a dog chasing your tail. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, so you probably saw the video that Shiva plays, um, and um, a little bit about me before I met oh, Shiva. You can repeat that. Tell the whole thing, Frank. I haven't played it, but go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, uh, prior to meeting Shiva in 2017, I actually met Trump in 2015 and jumped on his uh, campaign uh, for a year and a half. And um, you know, I, I did it. I, I did it as a volunteer, pretty much full time for a year and a half. And you know, at the time, he did seem like the outside agent of change. And Hillary, obviously, is establishment. So um, I, I like outside agents of change. I actually liked Obama '08 until I, you know, because I didn't like McCain uh, until I felt realized he was full of shit in, in 2012. Uh, you know, bailing out big banks and everything else. You know, the same way that uh, Trump bailed out Big Pharma, which, so it, Trump was a letdown for me. I mean, I, I worked very hard for him. I mean, there's, you know, you see all the signs I did for Shiva. I did probably a hundred times more for Trump, you know, massive ones all throughout the Northeast. We, you know, we had a small little grassroots group and we were just very passionate about it. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, you know, we, we chanted things like lock her up. That never did happen. And I uh, built the wall. I mean, I actually did go down and see the wall. It's half built. And, uh, you know, that's, Kind of the issue with the immigration you know like maybe you know maybe his intentions were good maybe they weren't but the thing didn't get completed nonetheless and we still have an immigration problem a, a illegal alien problem i hate when they say illegal immigrants because they're not immigrants they're illegal aliens is the proper term um so as you were saying yeah both sides they they just want to use that for their advantage uh they probably want to make like they're doing something they have their rally calls for, to rally up their base and, uh, you know, I like Ron personally, DeSantis, but, you know, he's doing the same thing. He probably took a page out of Trump's book, no doubt. The two are friends. They're both down in Florida. Uh, but, you know, another thing, too, is um, Dr. Shiva was on the cutting edge of uh, election fraud with the algorithms, as you saw in the Arizona State Senates. And then um, President Trump uh, had him down there. I go. 
And um, what I guess what came out of that was that Trump really didn't want to solve election fraud. He just wanted to fundraise it, as uh, she alluded to, uh, over a half a billion dollars worth. And I know because I got the fundraising emails bombarding me day and night after that. Oh, boo-hoo, I lost. Give me money. And then when, uh, you know, Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI, the same thing. The next day, boo-hoo, I was raided. They went, into, went through Melania's closet. Give me money. He loves to play the martyr. He's, that's his game. He He has to... You like there's a problem. He has to he has to play the martyr, and it's all it's all a fundraising gimmick. And uh, you know his base, some of it, some of them get it. Some of my friends that I that I campaigned with get it. Other other of them saying, "Hey, why are you talking bad about Trump?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade. Let's follow the money." You know, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, he's not the savior. I mean. He didn't. He didn't lock her up. Some of his supporters got locked up. Still got locked up. We almost got locked up, but we, thank God we didn't go down there on the sixth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, guys, she even had a bus ready to go, and at the last minute, he canceled it and said, "Nope, give him one a refund. Just we're not going. We're not doing it." And, and thank God we didn't go. <laughs> I would be probably sitting rotting in jail. <laughs> um, but he didn't. You know. That was the sixth, and and there was two more weeks before he left office on the twentieth. He could have he could have pardoned his uh, his people. He didn't do it. Left he left them there to rot. I mean, there's just just so much, such a letdown, and and um, I know it's sad. You know, at the time it's it it, it felt like you know grassroots agent of change, uh, but it wasn't. You know, <laughs> so you gotta you gotta really work hard to distinguish between the not so obvious establishment and the outside agent of change. They are so similar, you know? Well, Frank, I think the big difference is you can look at their actions. Okay. It's all about actions. Yeah. It's, it's all, so we did a video, you know, unfortunately both you and I gave money to Trump. We supported him. Um, and the thing that was, too Ed, that I forgot. So when Dr. Shiva was running against Elizabeth Warren in 2018, uh, we went and met with Don Jr. at the uh, main GOP in Portland. And, um, you know, he was kind of laughed and chuckled, real Indian, fake Indian. But he didn't want to help us. He had no interest in helping us. And his father, you know, said Pocahontas this and Pocahontas that. Well, if you really want to defeat her, here's your chance, you know. It wouldn't take much for him to just to give us a little help. No, no interest in helping. He didn't want to, He did not want her gone. He wanted her to stay there. You know, and then uh, this time around, he's he's endorsed a fellow that's uh, a controlled opposition um, for 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 governor in Mass. You know, he wants to keep. You know, have I don't I don't get it. It's like they they're truly it truly is the uniparty. They really are both the same. They this <laughs> they they rally their bases up, but they're they're the same club, same exact swamp. Yeah, Frank. One of the things you know, uh, I you know I met the former RNC chairman of Arizona. And he was saying, and I saying, you know, Trump must be getting paid. He goes, Shiva, it's black and white. If you want his endorsement, you give him money to save America and he endorses you. So to Frank's point in Massachusetts, there's a complete fucking idiot. It's the best scientific term I could use to describe this guy, Jeff Deal, who basically Trump endorsed. And he has a video saying, oh, there was no election fraud in Massachusetts and Trump endorsed him. So everyone needs to really understand this is about money. Let's go over to Jenny Smith. Jenny, Jenny's down in Florida. Jenny's obviously uh, very passionate about medical freedom, been an activist. So, and Jenny understands Florida politics. And Jenny, maybe you can give your perspective on, you know, how much of it, quote unquote, agent of change 
Ron DeSant truly is relative to all the cutting edge work you guys were doing. Go ahead, Jenny. Well, I mean, we've had an illegal immigration problem for a long time. So why now? Why aren't we sending hundreds, a hundred thousand somewhere out of here? Why only 50? Um, and it just, we've been active for so long. I mean, we, that's kind of the, the, what is it? The, the, the flavor of the, of the poll. What, what's, what's most important to the people, then they'll take up that cause uh, for votes. And are they really doing, you know, anything about it? Not really. I mean, we had the COVID issues, the mass nonsense, uh, and people were not going to put up with it. So what else was, was he supposed to do? And what are why are we applauding these politicians for doing their damn job? They take an oath and it's their job to protect their constituents. So that's great. I mean, I like Ron. I've met him several times. I've been to events. I'm glad that he is uh, exposing some of the COVID issues. I like our, our uh, uh, Surgeon General uh, Lopato, but the there, you know there was a Rasmussen poll done years years ago, um, a, a couple of years ago, and it showed that if you took a health freedom, you know, more parental rights uh, stance, that you could flip uh, independents and Democrats to Republican. So, I mean, are they just doing temporarily what is people want for right now? I, I don't know. And what's going to be the next fire next month that we're putting out? It's never ending. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the issues someone uh, someone shared was that, you know, there the issue is uh, someone said DeSantis was way smarter than Trump, and that's probably true, okay? But the reality is, Jenny, you guys have been doing activism stuff there. DeSantis never led any of this stuff, ever, as I understand. He was no. always sort of watching which way the wind blew. It was not, and, and what's interesting is when I look at the comments coming up, you literally see two sets of people right now. One set of people are waking up and the other people are saying, well, yeah, DeSantis is a nice guy. He's smarter than Trump and he's this. And this is precisely where they want people to be. Well, DeSantis has been very well aware of the whole vaccine issues too. Years ago, I had contacted his DC office and they contacted me back very quickly, which made me a little nervous because it was one of the first times that I had reached out to a congressman at the time, he was on the oversight committee. And I decided to become more politically active at that point. And they called me in actually to their office. I spoke to their, um, his aide for almost two hours and they wanted to learn more. So I took my husband with me <laughs> to uh, his office in St. Augustine and we met with, met with another aide and I brought a whole conference table full of information. And they said, what can we keep? And they asked really good questions. And they said, what can we keep? And I said, you keep it all. You can have all of it. 
So they well, know. That, that was two years ago, right? Three years ago? Oh, longer than that. That was yeah, when he was on the oversight committee. So this, this has been a long time ago. Right. So nothing happened. <laughs> no. I mean, we have um, a religious exemption here, but now we have an issue with you know the, the private schools and some legal battle that we had we had lost a parent had lost and then we tried to help with the appeal and the judge just wasn't having it um so that's a problem but the parental rights bill then was written so i know ron is very totally behind that um but that wasn't him doing that <laughs> that was the citizens of, of of florida with some with help from some of the uh more but Jenny, the point is, five years ago he could have done something and he didn't. Okay, so here's the deal. Someone just said, so this is sort of gets to the heart of the thing. We'll go over to Kristen. What other choices do we have? Okay, do you know how many times people, this question is a question that the establishment wants you to get. This is what I call the dog chasing the tail question. If you're asking this question and be like Mike, don't take it the wrong way. This is the precise question that they want people to be asking. And this has been going on forever and ever and ever, particularly over the last 50 years. The establishment, because there are no movements, bottoms up movements, people ask this very, don't take it the wrong way, be like Mike, it's a dumb question, okay? It's a dumb question because it assumes that you are not an agent of change. That's what this is all predicated on. And be it Ron DeSantis, Jenny said five years ago, six years ago, they shared this knowledge. Be it any one of these guys, they never do anything what needs to be done at that time. They do it when it's way too late, My, way after the fact. You know, there's a guy who's a professor out in Stanford. After the fact, you know, DeSantis brought him in. Nothing happened during, you know, 2020. They waited even though they have all the data, because they watch which way the wind blows. That's called opportunism. Let's go. Can, I, can I add one more thing? Yeah. So when we also met with DeSantis and our other um, congressmen and you know, people all over, uh, representatives all over the, the state, we told them years ago that the national, um, probably, oh, geez, um, 20... 17, um, five, over, over five years ago, for sure. We told them if the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Act was not appealed, that we would have a national emergency because our military, our, uh, and in Florida, technically we do have a statute saying that they can quarantine us against our will. We do have that here. It has never been enacted, but that has to go. We warned them that that has to be appealed and that, that, and here we are, here we are. We're in a total emergency because our military and our police force and our healthcare workers, they, they they'll all, they'll all be injured sick or forced or or they won't or they won't go to work because they they don't want to get the jab so then we're not going to have the, those those people 
What's interesting is Tanya Boat said, Ron, close the beaches the second day of my vacation in Florida. He literally posted police and put up crime tape for the beach. Okay. So everyone needs to recognize that DeSantis is essentially, as a friend of mine, Rick says, more of a clever monkey. Okay. He's a clever monkey. He knows how to read which way the wind is blowing and he'll wait a little bit and he'll ride that wave. And he's using the, um, he's using, he's taking advantage of the white working class in this country who are already one time manipulated by Trump. Let's go over to Jason. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. So um, you were talking about, you know, distraction and deception. And another big thing is division. You know, I think this is all about keeping us divided. That's uh, one of their biggest tricks. You know, if you're on the left or you're on the right, you're right where they want you because they divide and conquer. You know, that that's what they do. And that's why they, it's always uh, um, like immigration. They know half the country is for it. Half the country is against it. So what does it ultimately do? It keeps us divided. And uh, I want to make a comment on that. You know, oh, what do you mean we shouldn't vote for Republicans? First of all, nobody's saying don't vote. You know, vote for who you want to vote for. Maybe, you know, vote Republican. But this movement wants to make sure your vote counts because that's the problem. Dr. Shiva, who could who was for the people and wanted to change things for the better in Massachusetts, they cheated him in the primary. So, you know, what can we do? Well, you can join Truth, Freedom, and Health. And you can help us to make your vote count. Then maybe we can vote our way out of this. But right now, they get rid of the good guys in the primary. And they got establishment on the right, establishment on the left. Nothing ever changes. What's guaranteed is they'll keep you divided. And that's why we say you got to go beyond left and right. You're never going to get anywhere until you go beyond left and right. And, you know, these are things I didn't know two years ago. So join the movement is what I got to say, you know. Well, I think the key thing is the the entire, if you look at the media right now, it's all about Martha's Vineyard, the migrants. And, and um, I just read a very interesting investigative report saying that uh, DeSantis actually had some, he hired some woman to actually find these migrants, paid them something to get on the plane. It was a total troll. That's what it was. It wasn't about helping immigration. To Jenny, your point, Hundreds, you could have, if you really want to solve it, take 100,000 people and send them back, right? This was an advertising troll. The modern day advertising is getting much more sophisticated. So if you're getting, asking questions like, oh, are you saying, you know, you're splitting the conservatives? No. In fact, this has an opportunity to unite America, this discussion, because if we can get our head out of our whatever and start thinking about things in a much more real way, how does change really occur? Well, so, immigration is a huge issue. You know that, Dr. Shiva. Like, you know, my I, grandparents. Look, look, I'm an immigrant. We could right? get into the real immigration issue. Yeah, my grandparents well, came over legally. Well, Your well, parents came over legally. But they don't want to talk about, about that. They just want to divide people over immigration. You well, know? Let's, let's it, talk about immigration, right? I mean, it's a very f deep issue, right? There's probably about 20, 30 million, quote unquote, illegal immigrants in the United States. Many of them are actually working full time and they work hard. And there are a lot of people in the United States who are on disability who should not be and who take advantage of the system. Should we deport them out maybe? And maybe we should do a immigration exchange program. So we yeah. have to really think about what's going on here. So th this is not a left or right issue. If you wanna take it as an issue of, if you wanna solve this problem, there is a solution. 
take all those quote unquote illegal immigrants who are actually working and contributing, put them on a path to legalization and start taxing them. It'll generate probably about $2 trillion worth of income for the United, for the United States. But no one wants to do that because they want those people hiding. They want those people feeling that they're lesser so they could pay them, you know, five bucks an hour. That's what's really going on. The right, right wing, Ron DeSantis, Republicans, and the Wall Street guys do not want to solve immigration. So they have the white working class call, spitting on these people and calling, well, there was leech. The real leeches are people who are actually living off American taxpayers. You know, a solution could be maybe we say for every guy who's a leech, who's living off welfare, let's do an exchange. You get to go out of the country <laughs> and that guy gets to come here. That's a solution, okay? But we well, don't I about that we we bring in the race issue we make it left versus right brown versus white and that's how these people keep working people divided and this is a very fundamental issue people have to think about so ron DeSantis doesn't give a fuck about solving immigration he doesn't give a damn about really addressing the pandemic issues he he just knew hey there's a lot of people coming here to uh florida now from the northeast we're getting more taxable revenue sunshine here he probably knew that sunshine uh, supported D3 after he saw the stuff that we did and he put his finger up in the air. Shit, I got it. You know, I want to run for president. Let me figure out how to play this. He's just a clever monkey. But the big issue here, Jason, forget voting. It's where, where are these guys going? Where's their train actually going? And if you're listening today, many of you probably feel hopeless. You feel desperate. You feel, oh, Trump is going to, I hope he comes. It's all these ridiculous thoughts. It's all outsourcing your future to these other individuals. So you, you ask the wrong questions. You shouldn't be asking, oh, we need, you know, what are we going to do besides if we don't vote for DeSantis? You should be asking, what the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to get off your butt? Are you going to go to your neighbor and build a bottoms up movement? Especially the fact that truth, freedom and health exists. You don't have these kinds of uh, excuses anymore. You don't have to compromise. But if you're going to go down the DeSantis path, or if you're going to go down the Elizabeth Warren path or the Bernie, you're just going to be on that Ferris wheel over and over and over again. And it'll be crisis after crisis after crisis. And the United States is just going to get ripped apart. And right now, 40 percent of Americans, according to the your government poll, want to have a civil war. Wow. So that's what's going on. Forty percent. Can I say one more thing, Dr. Shiva? Yeah, sure. Um what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Like in states like Massachusetts and even Maine, you know, what's the big deal about another rhino getting in? Like, it's so much more important to build a bottoms up movement so that, you know, we can have real elections and, you know, have some say in what goes on. It's so much, you know, you have to realize that it's up to us. We used to know this 60 years ago, but they've been do, done such a good job at, you know, let somebody else take care of it for you. And, uh, you know, so I just wanted to say that it's much more important to build a bottoms up movement than another rhino to get elected in Massachusetts. What good did that do? You know? Right. So let's put up this comment here and Kristen will hand it. Shiva's doing a great job dividing conservatives just before the election. So this is, again, the uh, Joseph Lee, again, is in this cult because he doesn't want to get his head out of his ass and actually do something. He wants to talk about conservatives and liberals. And this is a moronic way where nothing happens, Joseph. So you can call in and defend your position, but this is why no change takes place. Let's look at what's happened when a conservative was in power. 
who I gave money to, Frank put a thousand, ten thousand signs up. And I don't know, Joseph, if you put one fucking sign up for Trump and we're, we're out there in the middle of the night in cold putting up signs for Trump. I was, Frank was. What the fuck did Trump do? He printed seven trillion dollars. He did shit for Fauci. We drove 24 hours in our bus. We delivered him 180,000 signatures to fire Fauci. We started the fire Fauci campaign. He did jack shit. He brought in all the swamp. Look at his cabinet. Oh, he didn't know who the fuck the swamp was? Wake the fuck up, Joseph. Splitting conservatives? He did everything Obama did. Obama printed eight trillion in two terms. Trump printed seven trillion in one term. Don't blame Biden. Biden is an idiot anyway. But everything you're seeing now, the lockdowns came under Trump. Big Pharma made double their revenue under Trump. Jared Kushner got $2 billion free money from the Saudis. Him and Ivanka have walked away with, with billions. So what the fuck are you doing talking about splitting the conservatives? We're talking about uniting American working people by getting to the root of the problem. And if you want to talk about splitting people, then you should keep stay on that track, go suck up to DeSantis and see where you end up for eight years from now. You're going to be in the same old fucking place. Wake the fuck up. Go ahead, Kristen. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kristen. Um, I'm loving this conversation. It's this is like one of the only times when you can actually hear and for all of you out there, like can actually hear a real conversation, a real discussion about real issues. And um, I think this is an important conversation to be having right now, because personally, I, I was sitting there last night and reflecting on this whole issue. And again, I live in Massachusetts. I'm full of, fully aware of Martha's Vineyard and how it's, you know, the, the elites hang out. Um, super um, expensive vacation homes. And um, most, actually half the homes in Martha's Vineyard are actually uh, vacant most of the year because it's just like a place for the rich and wealthy to go hang out on vacations. But there actually is uh, about 10% of the population over at Martha's Vineyard is uh, um, below the poverty line. That location, they also struggle with housing issues and homelessness in Martha's Vineyard but we never hear about that. Um, so yesterday in the day with the whole DeSantis thing, I, I was actually on TikTok and going through my little feed and seeing, you know, the people that were like loving what DeSantis had just done. And then another video would pop up and it would be somebody on the opposite end, you know, vehemently, you know, mad about it. And then it came to me that what we were seeing was Trump 2.0. Because, yeah, I mean, two things can be too, true at the same time. I agree that this was a master troll on the part of DeSantis. But, you know, when you can, when you start to see people getting emotional and you start to see people like defending one side or the other side, all of a sudden, this is the systems approach that we learn in Truth, Freedom and Health. And many of you out there may also um, already like kind of intuitively understand these things. But when you take this course, you can start to like have language for how to describe it to other people. I didn't have the words for these things before uh, truth, freedom and health. But that's exactly what's going on. You can see it like, all right, guys, this is what's going on. Like Dr. Shiva said, they have different goals than we do. Our goals here, it's not about dividing conservatives and Republicans. Look, I don't even consider myself any of those things. Those are labels that 
were made up by some outside force that just does not describe me. It does not describe, I think people, when they call themselves like, say, for example, a conservative, you know, it might mean different things to different people. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there is no unity in any of these like little boxes that the establishment is who's really made them those boxes. Um, so that's my first point is that this whole Trump 2.0 thing. And, you know, they say insanity is when you do the same thing and expect different results. Right. So I kind of caught myself like, wow, it was a master troll, like good on DeSantis or whatever. But then I realized like, nope, if I fall for this, like I'm an idiot because that's literally insanity. I give Trump the benefit of the doubt at first. And I'm not a political person. I never have been. But, you know, I kind of was like, all right, he's saying some good stuff. He's pissing the establishment off. I sort of like that. Other people hated it. Um, and then at the end, we saw exactly how it all worked out. I mean, people in my own town up here in Massachusetts were fired from their jobs just because somebody found out that they attended the rally. Like, hello. So this is a person that threw all his supporters under the bus, did nothing to support us when we presented clear evidence of actual election fraud with Dr. Shiva's election. Um, I watched Dr. Shiva work tirelessly. Uh, I put in a little bit of work, just like, holy crap, like we, we knew what was going on and we we're trying to tell him he did not care. He acted like he did, but he didn't care. Um, so, it, you know, it was all revealed in the end. So like, again, you can kind of see this coming a mile away. Um, and the last thing I'll touch on, you guys can stop me whenever you want, but I think when we talked about having different goals, they're playing Kabuki theater. He's doing this at an opportune time, DeSantis, I mean, you know, cause it's election time. He's trying to get people, you know, fundraise, you know, votes, things like that. Um, it's maybe a little bit of infighting on, in the establishment or maybe it's planned infighting. I don't know, don't really care. Um, but the bottom line is we have real issues. Like they're taking the real issue of immigration. And I would actually say it's the intersection of immigration um, and housing and homelessness, because that's a real issue. I live in a, a very big inner city area where I don't know if we're technically a sanctuary city, but there are a lot of um, programs here. We recently um, housing like the Afghanistani refugees. They're coming here to my city. They get hotel rooms fully paid for. And then as soon as they have like these apartments ready for them, fully loaded. Uh, so they're getting housing. And then, and again, I, I think that's fine, but we have people like our neighbors are sleeping under bridges and on park benches, right? Um, and I will add this. Oh, here's a little piece of knowledge for you guys. Um, because of the field at work I do, I, I learned some things here and there. And I'll tell you right now that uh, Medicare and Medicare, that's a state uh, insurance. Did you know that if you're an immigrant, like an illegal, like say you're not supposed to be here, um, you came here without the right process, you will still be able to get coverage limited, but you still get health coverage. You still can get food stamps. You still can get housing. You still can get all sorts of benefits. Um, I think it's something like the public charge. And I help a lot of people like that. And again, it's not about that. It's like there are good people out there. And then there are like people, grifters come in all shapes and sizes and walks of life. Uh, and I believe that um, this is sort of like an opinion here, but I think that it's again, following the money. I think the state is making money off of these people who, you know, they come here, they have health issues because they're not taught proper health. They're getting crappy health care, crap. They can't afford good food. 
Um, most of them have diabetes and other issues. So now they're on, you know, home care is a big thing. That's what I do. And uh, I think they're making money off of these people. So, yes. I think, Kristen, your perspective is that it gets back to this issue. If you really want to solve immigration, Congress, we talked about this on our campaign, should not take recess. They should sit in a room. I mean, if Frank, if I don't think you're an electrician. Uh, Suresh, you're an IT person. Uh, if we get paid for a contract, we can't just leave. You got to finish that job, mm-hmm. right? You don't get paid, right, Frank? It's a project-based work. So we're paying yeah. these freaking Congress people solve the freaking immigration problem. Mm-hmm. Solve it. If you're if you believe what on the left or the right, solve it. Filibuster, whatever the hell it is. But they don't do that because get back to the reality. They do not want to solve it. If you go look at the profit and loss statement of Wall Street, the profits are coming from low paid illegal immigrants. All these well, liberals, know. all these liberals here where I live, they're hiring immigrant, illegal immigrant landscapers. Okay? And all the Republicans do that. Let's be straight about this. All of these people are paying people under the table. These people do not want illegal immigration to end. So they're abusing the in- illegal immigrants and the American, you know, sort of legal immigrants. And this needs to be understood. So it's all just show. So let's really get serious here. This is about theater. As I said in that one post, they're get, it's, it's literally Broadway theater. You know, Gore Vidal, the guy who won the Nobel Prize in literature, he said, the only difference between Hollywood and Washington politicians is one is just uh, one is more uglier. That's all physically. Okay, these people are running theater. That's what it is, and the theater is to distract you from building precisely what needs to be done—a bottoms-up workers' movement of everyday working people collectively uniting. They want everyone to be atomized, left and right. And, you know, there's a there's a very nice diagram on our Truth, Freedom and Health website. I'm just going to show it because it took a lot of time to sort of make this into something that's accessible to every human being. But if you go to the website, you know, it, it says that we've created a system for everyone. We've made it accessible. And the idea is to make people street smart. So you may see things as they truly are beyond left and right, pro and anti, and improve every aspect of your life, your body, your relationships. Just like I invented email, Truth, Freedom, Health is a system where you learn the science of systems. And I'll come back to that before I go to Suresh and Jill. And we've created an entire educational platform, community like the wonderful people you're seeing on this group, and infrastructure that's beyond big tech. But what is the problem? what's the problem that we're solving is the following. Right now, the problem is you get pummeled with information, pummeled with news, immigrants, migrants, and um, you know, uh, Martha's Vineyard. And the question is, with all this news at your fingertips, are you actually getting smarter? Are you getting wiser? Are you getting more truth? Are you getting more freedom? Are you getting more health? The reality is we're actually becoming more divided. The Martha's Vineyard thing. Okay, let's kill all the left. The left suck, right? They're hypocrites. And the right saying, and the left saying, you know, this is a stunt. This is all theater. Well, the truth is they're both actually right. But this division is taking place. People are getting more complacent and more desperate. 
some of the questions. Most of the people on the feed here are getting it, but many of the people are desperate. Oh my God, what, what else can we do? What else can we do? Well, the reality is this is leading, this problem is leading, you know, over 600 million people are anxious and depressed. 51% of our children feel hopeless. This number needs to be changed. So actually 40% of people in the U.S. want to overthrow their governments. Two and a half billion people are obese. 52% are completely confused on what to eat or avoid in the midst of all this information. 95% have health problems and one third have five ailments. And where is this coming from? It's coming from the fact that you've, you're fed a lot of news, but the system of power, profit, and controls feeds you tons of ignorance. Ignorance which leads you to illusion. Oh my God, DeSantis is the only thing. Republicans are the only way. Or on the Democrat side, the Democrats, you know, we have to vote for Hillary. So, so all the Bernie followers gave all their votes to Hillary. And then this gets into left and right. We get desperate. Young kids take a gun and start shooting people or people get complacent. Any one of these three buckets, division, complacency, or desperation is precisely where the establishment wants you to be. But it's all coming from ignorance. And this ignorance includes these folks, the Trumps, the Bernies on the left, the AOCs, the gurus, the Tucker Carlson's, the, the Alex Joneses, the, uh, this, uh, what's this guy's name? Joe Rogan. And these people are here to entertain you. They want to imprison you into this left and right narrative. And they are just about talking about stuff. Jenny, you just said five years ago, they met with DeSantis. We've exposed all this stuff years ago. These guys don't do anything. His they office, yeah, his aides. We met with his right. aides. But they, they, had all, they had all the information. But the aides do all the work anyway, you know? I mean, we met with Elizabeth Warren stuff on the GMO stuff. She didn't do jack shit, okay? So all these guys are entertainers. Again, like Gore Vidal said, uglier than the Hollywood people, but that's what they are. They're entertainers. So what's the solution? So we offer a solution. The reason we're having this discussion is because we want to tell you there is a solution. The solution is you need to go up a very different train. You can be on this train. You can be on this pyramid train. And this is where you can go. Or you can get on a completely different train, which is a train of knowledge. You understand the science of systems, which is what we teach at Truth, Freedom, Health. You get to wisdom. Wisdom leads you to clarity. And that clarity is what you're witnessing with the people here on this call. We're committed to connecting with our neighbors, getting on the ground, meeting strangers, sharing with them the fact that we have to build a bottoms up movement. We're into finding the real solutions, identifying what the real problems are. We're into getting organized, bottoms up. So this is what we've created, but it really comes down to you. Do you want to let go? Which train do you want to be on? As Frank said, do you want to chase? You know, you want to be like a dog chasing the tail because I guarantee you every Every election cycle, they will feed you a new Trump, a new DeSantis, a new Bernie Sanders, right? A new, you know, uh, who's uh, Tulsi Gabbard. They'll, they'll dig up somebody, okay? And they'll push that person on you with the right messaging. But it's not going to get you anywhere except into chasing the dog tail. Suresh, let's go um, over to you. Go ahead, Suresh. Give your perspective on DeSantis, what you've seen, and what you think this is all about. Yeah, I, I think everybody mentioned what I was going to say. So it's basically, uh, if you look at a boxing match or a wrestling match, um, they, it's theater. So this person does uh, a, the, uh, a show 
and then one side of the media will bring up certain podcasters uh, interview them and say oh look what how great he was how, isn't it amazing uh, this is what should be done and, and and then the other side says oh look how evil this person is he's using these people and then people on both sides get angry at each other they get sucker, suckered into like uh, what these people are doing but they forget about what the problem is <laughs> what the solution is they're not think, thinking about that they are not talking about that instead they're talking about oh what a bad person this person is or what a bad guy that guy is and then they're like going at each other nobody's talking about the problem and the solution this is what they want they want to distract people and it's so sad to see people on the channel where people are, we are providing solution like hey this is the way and people are saying oh what can we do what what should we do what what else can we do we don't have any other choice i mean you are at the channel where we are saying there is a choice and this is the way to do it there is no other way you cannot like vote your way out of this uh the, like uh, have a, a person with golden fixtures at his home uh, to solve your problems or guy sitting in basement eating ice cream to solve your problems these guys are not going to solve your problems no one else is going to solve your problems i hate this term like outside agent agent of change there is no outside don't look outside look deep within inside look in the mirror you are that person don't say oh what we are to do what can i do i mean what's the purpose of life then if you're saying oh what can i do it it's rubbish that's not the way to live life you have the power and we are giving solution here we are telling you what the solution is we have described it so many times every video dr shiva has played that video in the beginning the video was played and then people are asking what can we do i mean it's still not getting to people that they are the solution and we have built truth freedom and health uh, community the system you come here elevate your consciousness learn what the problem is look at the whole picture not a small component and get angry at each other oh they like i just responded to one person before i came uh, onto this like a couple of people he they one person was saying oh isn't it brilliant what he did and like it's not brilliant brilliant theater yes brilliant solution no it's not a solution it's i mean why are we cheering people oh what a brilliant thing he did 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 that solve the problem nothing it just made money for the media or oh, daily mail these guys other guys left and right they printed a lot of articles they made shows they showed ads they made money out of you they made money out of all of you and it makes media people rich they bring podcasters these people talk about all this bs nothing gets solved because we outsource everything to like oh what can we do we outsource this to one politician oh he is going to come uh, fight for me and there's another another person uh, who said oh uh, we cannot take the punches uh, all the time this they are throwing punches at us uh, uh, we we need to do something we are such a dark place everything is out of control so we need to rally behind this person he is doing such a i mean we cannot keep rallying him <laughs> rallying for like some person every 4 years at age 80 you will realize oh you kept rallying <laughs> for some douchebags and like you you got nothing in return right that's what you will end up with don't rally against these people rally for you rally for people your neighbors people like you they are going to solve the problem they are not going to throw any punch for you like don't expect a podcaster or richest person or like person with the highest followers in tiktok or youtube nobody is going to do jack for you why would they do anything for you if you don't get up off the couch and so the the solution is here we have to educate people elevate their consciousness or else there will be always people to take advantage of advantage of others 
there'll always be people who will take advantage of you. They'll like collect money. They'll say, oh, this, that, see how bad it is. Send us money. We are going to solve your problem. If you keep doing that, this is what we will get. There's going to be no change, no solution. The solution is you. It's at Truth, Freedom, and Health community. Come join us. Learn about system science. Look at the whole, not just look at a small component and get outraged at each other. Focus on the solution, set a goal, and then educate your community. That's how you will solve the problem. Like voting your way out is not going to happen. It's like I was, I told this one person, like everything else is like putting a nice cherry on top of a, like a crumbling cake and expecting this cherry will like keep the cake uh, steady. Or you can, if you think of a bridge, it's going to crumble. Like you cannot paint it. You cannot put on a nice paint on a bridge and expect the bridge is going to stay. Like the problem is at the foundation. We need to go to the people, tell them like you are the guardrails. Like one of the founders said, if you can keep it, if we outsource it, if we abdicate our job, our duty, then the other guys are just going to take advantage. That's what is going to happen. So Truth, Freedom, Health is the solution. We have we have told this numerous times. Akshiva has told this numerous times. Come to the open house. Find out how you can contribute, how you can uh, be the agent of change. Um, so I implore everybody to come take a look. Thanks, Suresh. Let, let me just uh, make sort of a... Suresh said a lot of things. You know, he referred to... Uh, setting a goal and what are, you know, this thing called Truth, Freedom and Health, which some of you may know about. If you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, there's a website, you can le learn more about it. Many, in fact, everyone on this call is a, has started understanding these concepts. But let me take a little bit of time to really explain what we're talking about. And the simplest way I can express this is that there are are many, many paths that people have tried, let's say, to fly over the millennia. And many people thought it was impossible. You can, human beings could not fly, right? And if you look at those old movies, you'll see these little people with flaps going off a cliff and dying and trying all sorts of cra crazy stuff. But the assumption was among the broad mass of humanity was, oh, you can't fly. It's just the way it is. Birds can fly, but you can't. Okay. Then a very intelligent guy who spent a lot of time figured out something called Bernoulli's principles. And those principles helped us understand how a bird flies, the mechanics of it. And, the, and those principles were used by engineers to create flying machines. But until Bernoulli's principle was figured out, the assumption was, well, what do you mean you can fly? You're crazy. Birds, you know, people had all sorts of very dumb questions they'd answer or, or, or pose. But once it was done, you, could, you couldn't look back. You could never think about not flying. One of the biggest engineering problems or one of the most biggest social problems has been the question whether we're all supposed, there's only supposed to be 0.01% of people and everyone else is supposed to live as dirtbags. Well, that's just the way it is, you know? Jeff Bezos is a smart guy and the queen is a queen and that's just the way it is. I did a video on looking at the whole royalty. That's just the way it is, Shiva. And I was told that growing up in India as a low caste, well, that's just the way it is. You're supposed to be a low caste guy picking coconut trees and we are the Brahmins and we get to do all this other shit, but you don't. And this is compelled on people over and over and over again in a, in a mindless, numbing brainwashing. It's also a problem. And throughout humanity, 
people have been trying to overcome this problem, just like people try to fly. And the way that, and people made little games, right? Slaves maybe got a little bit, uh, you know, uh, they, they once in a while got some gains. Uh, um, different movements took place. But none of many of those movements failed because not only of the strength of those in power, but because people didn't take time to build principles. How, what are the principles of change? Can you actually change things? Are there scientific principles? And those scientific principles we've uncovered and put into a curriculum at Truth, Freedom and Health. And that's been five decades of my life in trying to figure that out. And we're at a very momentous point in history because we've created that knowledge. And by the way, let me be very clear to people who are talking about George Soros. I saw some notes here. George Soros knows systems science. He's in fact a theoretician of it. What is system science? System science is as powerful as a surgeon wielding a knife or a criminal wielding a knife. The difference is the surgeon can use that knife to save your life. The criminal can use it to murder you. System science is today being used by about the 10,000 elites who learn it to subjugate, enslave, manipulate you. The people who are behind Ron DeSantis' stunt know system science. The people over in Martha's Vineyard, like Obama and Elizabeth Warren, know system science. So one group is hypocrites, the other group knows theater. But you are choosing one or the other. And this is why people remain in oppression. However, we have a huge opportunity because the son of low caste people, the son of me being an immigrant, who got into a place like MIT, studied this understood it, unraveled it, packaged it, made it easy for any working person to understand. Jason's a welder, Frank's an electrician, Jenny is a house mother, right? Kristen comes from a you know healthcare background. Anyone can learn this. And when you learn this, you're, it's like what we, it's like you have fire. The elites have the knowledge of system science. They know how to manipulate you. They know how to subjugate you. And they know how to create the Republican Democrats. They know how to do all this bullshit. They are the ones who are doing the WWE entertainment. And the question is, do you want to be part of that? Do you want to be part of being entertained or do you want to get educated and stop being enslaved? Well, the important thing is in 2022, we have that capability at Truth for Health to educate you. You have a community. As the chart shows here, if you go here and you really look at this and you look at the science of systems, what we have is we've created this entire system for you can learn the foundation systems. You don't have to go to MIT. You can understand how you can apply this to your body. There's a tool called your body or system. You can come to special lectures. You can, we, we do these one-on-ones or one-on-manys. We have an entire community right now. We give you the on-the-ground tools. So let me show you some of that. You get all the classes. You learn the foundations of systems. You get all the books. You will understand what is a system? What is revolution? how you can use this for your own body. You will under, you, we, we, and we give all this away as a part of a very nominal fee because when we try to give it for free, no one valued it. I don't want to charge tens of thousands of dollars, so we charge something. And all of this we plow back into educating you. One of the most important things that we give people are these tools for activism. You can get on the ground and educate your neighbors. This is you, as Jamie said, getting off your butt and educating people. And then all of this infrastructure we do that is independent of big tech. 
So what we've done here is literally create a framework. That's why Jenny's here. That's why Frank's here. That's why Jason's here. That's why Kristen's here. That's why Jill is here. And we'll go to Jill shortly. But you have a framework now to raise your consciousness. And no change is going to come with you sniffing, you know, DeSantis's butt or Trump's butt or Biden's butt or whoever it is. I hate to put it in such gross terms, but that's what people are doing. Have some self-respect for yourselves. This was a stunt. Good stunt, bad stunt, whatever it was, it was a stunt. And there are hypocrites. Both are true. Jill, go ahead. Why don't you give your perspective, Jill, as someone who's from the great state of California? Yeah, so we've long had um, an immigration problem here. And it's, it's a matter of exploitation. I think that's what the overall thing is. People think the grass is greener on the other side. So no matter the country, there's lots of people wanting to leave where they're from to go to somewhere that's better. And it's not just come to America. There's actually Americans leaving countries they think are better. And what we're seeing is just like this systemic problem internationally where everyone is being exploited, everyone's lacking economic opportunities, everybody wants something better because the system that we're in is oppressing us everywhere. So you have these problems and people want to escape it. So, I mean, that's what's really happening. And that's what's really great about the movement is that we are international. So no matter where you are, instead of trying to leave to go somewhere better, you can actually work on where you are at and make that place better. We can't keep running away. And that's kind of what's going on with this immigration thing. People are trying to find the better opportunities, the better places. And there's really good media coming out of America making people think this is really great. But we have crumbling infrastructure. We have poisoned water like in Flint, Michigan, like in Oakland, California, lots of places where you know things are crumbling. So you know it's a matter of people being exploited and a matter of people wanting what's better. And if you look at their machine, they have command of all the media, it's all marketing. So they want you to look to superheroes, that's what all the movies are now. And they want you to be a bystander in life and not actually be your own hero, not you know, not create your own destiny, but trust that someone's gonna come and save you and that's not what's gonna happen. Like you have to actually participate and stop being an NPC, like you be the main character in your own life. And so, I think we're really fortunate because a lot of people do understand and a lot of people are really tired of this. They're at the point where they're just exhausted and they are playing these political games because we do have the election coming up. So they're making everything seem like, oh, well, this is our team, you know, come come play for us or come to this team. But this is just like the quiet of the storm and they're going to ramp up their oppressive tactics once again. So right now it's critical that we get organized and that we work together and wake up to what's happening and stop falling for it because it's it really isn't a solution and it's just fake solutions, fake problems. And we can come up with a real solution ourselves and together we can actually make something of a difference. But it requires us to really elevate our consciousness and understand that they are just wasting our time and we have a lot of power if we'll just own it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. As you were talking, someone said, DeSantis, lesser of two evils. And uh, uh, someone with a little, what I think a little higher consciousness said, evil is evil, okay? So where we're at is this concept of the lesser of two evils 
has been going on since 1984. As some of you may know, when I was a uh, undergraduate at MIT, there were three people running for United States president. One guy was a guy called Ronald Reagan. Another guy was um, Walter Mondale on the Democrat side. Reagan was a Republican. And there was a third movement or a third candidate because people are so upset, you know, in, in the 80s um, by the name of Jesse Jackson. And Jesse Jackson, if you want to think about it, he was sort of the doppelganger of Trump on the left. So everyone thought, oh, my God, Jesse's a man, right? Black people, white people, everyone was like, Jesse's anti-establishment. And by the way, Jesse Jackson, Ross Perot, and Trump were part of the Reform Party. All right? So Jesse Jackson comes. All these people vote for, uh, think Jesse's the man. And then on the floor of the Democratic Convention, he said exactly what someone said, the lesser of two evils. We cannot vote for Reagan. You know, we can't let Reagan get into power. And he gives, he sells out his entire movement and he gives his movement all the votes on the floor of the Democratic Convention, gives this apologetic speech and says, I was wrong to build a movement. You know, it was wrong to do this. And he gives all of his votes to Walter Mondale, who, who proceeds to lose anyway. Okay. The left wing and the right wing have been doing this forever. It's, it's called the not so obvious establishment technique. It's a dynamic we teach in our course. So since 1970 to this point in history, all the movements in the United States have been destroyed. People need to go study a little bit of history, which we teach in our course. You come in for 30 minutes and you'll learn it. Between 1920 till 1950 about, there were movements in this country, bottoms up movements. There were over 11,000 strikes in the United States, 11,000 strikes, close to 100 million workers, working people like you used to take to the streets and fight for basic rights. And during that period, American wage went up. And if you, you have to go look at the data, it was during the period of the 1900s to the 1950s, when all the way up to the 70s, when wages went up. And what the elites decided to do was they said, shit, we can't have this take place again. So starting in 1950s, they branded anyone who wanted to build a bottoms up movement and use the word working people unite as communists, as Marxists, this kind of stuff. And they used that approach. The right wing did that and they cut. And then the left wing was used to take over these bottoms up movements. I hope everyone's get, get, get getting this. The left and the right in the 50s suffocated bottoms up movements. And they put all the attention on voting for the Republican or voting for the Democrat. And they created the lesser of two evils nonsense, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. By 1970, there were no more movements in the United States. There were maybe, you know, since 1970 to today, maybe there had been about, you know, 900 strikes compared to the 11,000 strikes of bottoms up movements. So what has happened in the United States in a very conscious way is we destroyed these bottoms up movements. And it was when we had bottoms of movements, did wages go up, did advancement take place? And since that point, 1970 to today, the wages of American workers has gone down and close to $47 trillion in wealth went from working people to the people like Jeff Bezos. That's the economics. So we have to recognize that it is these bottoms up movements. To Jill's point, it's not only people doing it individually, but collectively. They want all of us to be in our little things thinking I'm a superhero, right? But not people coupling hands together. They never want to see that occur again because the elites in the United States saw the devastation that took place 
in the 1930s when working people united. The elites were forced to give infrastructure, forced to give education, forced to give clean water, clean. All this stuff came from the 1930s fight. So today we outsource, 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 and we've become a population wanting to be entertained, but no more. Our movement is exposing that. Tonight we're exposing that. And those of you, you know, some of you are saying, oh, we can't do anything. The world sucks. Well, look at the people on this call. We're here. Go to Truth, Freedom, Health. There's a movement. There's people who get it and who want to seriously raise, amp up their game. So if you want to amp up your game, step up to the plate, you know, and raise a sword and slay some dragons, but do it. But if you want to defend DeSantis or say he's the next thing, you're basically a couch surfer and you just want to be a lazy bum, frankly. You don't want to do shit. You want to just sit there and you and you want to, you think this is sports. And that's what they want you to think. And that's why when we put this title up, you know, we really wanted to point out, as we said earlier, um, you know, the title of this talk when we put this up was really this, right? Go back. Can you guys see it? That I don't know. Uh, sometimes. Yep. It doesn't. Yeah, um, we see it. Let me go back. The title of this talk was, is, we want to ask a question, your new savior. And it's about theater in hypocrisy. Here's theater, DeSantis, and here's hypocrisy, Warren. But if you think theater is better than hypocrisy, hypocrisy is better than theater, then you don't have any self-respect for yourself. And that's what this is about. Ultimately, do you respect yourself? Do you, res do you want to do something truly for your children? And you have an opportunity to do that. That's what we wanted to do this discussion today. We wanted you to see there are others. There is Frank Licata, an electrician, who spent five years on the Trump train, who got, you know, wasted his time. There is Jason, a welder. There is Kristen, a healthcare worker. There is Jenny Smith, a mother. There is Jill Jones, a mother. There is Suresh, an IT worker, an immigrant. We're getting it. So... You can't say people are not getting it and, and it all sucks and no one's getting it. No, a lot of people are getting it. But as they wake up, are they going to be getting back on this? Which train are they going to get on? A train for real liberation or the habit trail train? So, can I make a comment? On yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah listen. And then we'll go around and get closing. And I want to do a call in. You guys want to take some calls? Are you guys open yeah. to it? Yeah. Okay. So there's been, a, we wanted to do this as a conversation. So I'm going to put up a phone number here and um, anyone here can call in. And so we want to give everyone an opportunity. Go ahead, Suresh. If you call 617-631-6874, how many calls should we take? About 10 calls, guys? Is that good? Sure. Okay. Um, when you call, I'll put you on hold. Please turn down your, t your, your social media microphone so we don't get feedback. So, but anyway, call in if you want, if you have a thought, a comment on anything we've said and you want to, you know, give your opinion. Go ahead, Suresh. Yeah. When people say lesser of two evils, it's really, really bad. It's a sad spot to be in. Imagine there are two options, getting eaten by an alligator or getting eaten by a shark. It's like people saying, oh, I'll get eaten by a shark or I'll get eaten by an alligator. It's very, both are awful ways to die. Bo both end results are same. So don't say, oh, I will choose the alligator and then I will choose shark. So don't think that way. Like I have to choose shark or alligator. It's pretty sad way to die. And this is the same. Yeah. You're on mute, Dakshio. 
he might be taking a call. Yeah. You know, and they command all oh, sorry, media. I think a lot. Yeah, of can you can you introduce? Hold on one yeah. second. Hi, hold on one second. I have someone else on the call, and I'll bring you in. Hold on. Hi, can you introduce yourself and ask your question? Where are you from? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Chad Estelle. I'm from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, uh, am I on? <laughs> yeah, you're on. So, uh, so what's your comment or your question? We have a lot of people calling in. So, oh, okay. My, yeah. my, oh, okay. My comment is um, the last savior, uh, Reagan, didn't work out too well for Latin America with the death squads. And uh, uh, I totally agree with the topic tonight. Uh, uh, it's more of an agreement than a question. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting you bring this. When I was at MIT in 84, you know, we did massive protests against Reagan. Reagan unleashed the death squads all over Latin America. Look, this is not a left or right issue. If you're on the right, you need to really understand this. It was Ronald Reagan with the covert wars that they did in Nicaragua, in Latin America, that put in seriously fucked up dictators all over. It was the United States government that butchered, imperialist government that butchered students and put in the Pinochet in, you know, in Chile. And we have to recognize this. So when all these immigrants we call illegal, there is a truth, and it's not even a left or right issue, that these people are fleeing these really, really atrocious dictatorships that we install. Yes. And, and, and so this is not a left or right issue. So a lot of people on the right say, oh, these illegal, well, what, why are they coming here? Why are these people coming here? Freedom. 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 Because we install dictators all over Latin America. The United States government, the imperialist CIA, go look at Pinochet, type it in, all you young people who don't know history, Allende. Allende butchered, butchered students protesting and buried them in the walls, cemented them into the walls of a stadium because the United States government was supporting Anaconda, I believe, right? Which was a major copper mining company in Chile and they were abusing the working people of Chile. So let's not, let's not, you know, when you look at these immigrants coming here, wake up a little bit, okay? There needs to be some level of sympathy too. And so, oh, they're illegal immigrants. Ah, well, if you're going to say that, also point your same ire and anger at the United States government who caused this. And this is not about being, oh, you're liberal or left or right. It's absolute truth. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It, it's a, yeah. Just one one point. If if the election, if the machines are not eliminated and go and you go to a paper ballot. I mean that that's that's really big. Like the, the machines are. I mean, people are believing in a fantasy. Well, here's here's a big thing. Okay, what our research showed was that if you take a systems approach to this, you have to look at the entire system end to end. Both wings of the establishment, both wings, left and right know the systemic issues with the, the uh, election systems, and they occur way before even the machines come in. They occur with chain of custody, the signature verification. Our scientific work has exposed that. Now, the issue is this should be an American question, not a left or right wing issue. 
And what's happened is the right has made it election. The left has allowed the right to make it a right wing issue. So you can actually throw under the rug the real systemic issues. And that's what's unfortunate. But thank you for your comment. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So let me take our next caller here. Thank you. Um, Any comments on what the caller just said? Uh, Jenny, Kristen, do you guys want to comment on anything? Go ahead, Kristen. Keep it brief as I bring this other person in. Just briefly, too, um, I said the same thing with the people in my city from Afghanistan. The reality is, like, our country... Our country destroyed their country, so of course, you know, we need to help these people that are coming here. Um, that's it. And also, just to add that the secretaries of state are the ones that uh, certify the voting machines, so a lot of people don't realize that. Um, so just to keep that in mind. Great. Thank you, Kristen. So um, anyone wants to call in and make a comment, please do so. There were a couple of people call. We lost them, but you can call in at 617-631-6874. So you can talk about any of the stuff we uh, brought up. Hello. Oh, okay. Almost had someone there. Okay. All right. Um, can I just make a comment? Yes, go ahead. Uh, um, you know, Jenny, ahead. people want to belong to something and the left and the right and these groups and these labels, they do. So it's like who wore a mask and who didn't wear a mask. I mean, that was their identity and what I love about this movement is that it it teaches you to, to think for yourself and puts you with people that are just at a higher conscious level, not at that two-dimensional uh, left versus right. Because if you really have conversations with people, which they don't want us to do, we really agree on probably most things. And we could get a lot more done all together at a higher, more three-dimensional perspective than this, these, these two, two different sides here, which is where, where they want to keep us. So that's what I love about Truth, Freedom, Health is that it, it just teaches you, um, brings people together well, that are at a higher conscious level that, that do um, make a difference t- together. Thanks, Jenny. That's a great point. We'll come back to that. We have a caller, Jenny. Hi, uh, where are you from? You're from Los Angeles? Uh, yeah, I'm from Los Angeles, and uh, I listen to your uh, show, Dr. Shiva. Thank you for all you do. And my English is not too good, but uh, I was thinking about about what was the solution or the problem. I think that everything starts from the uh, Federal Reserve. As long as the Federal Reserve is private, there's going to exist like special elite groups that have been founded so they can spread it the propagandas around the world, not just in the United States. That's what I feel like. That's the, the solution to take over the Federal Reserve. Yeah, and what, what, what great, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Enrique Mendoza, Enrique. Okay, thank you, Enrique. So so thank you very much for your comment. We're, we're, we'll give you some feedback, but you can stay on. So what Enrique is saying, fundamentally, the real issue is economics, right? The Federal Reserve. Yes. The Federal yeah. Reserve is, Many people don't understand the Federal Reserve is actually a private organization, which has an unholy alliance. Um, hold on one second, Enrique. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Can you hold on one second and we'll bring you in? Hello? Yeah, hold on one second and we'll bring you in. Hold on. Okay. 
so the, the, the Federal Reserve is ultimately a private organization which created an unholy alliance with the U.S. government treasury. And they have immense control to keep the United States as a reserve currency and a further unholy alliance with the military industrial academic complex, right? And so um, Enrique is bringing up a very, very important point. And we can do a whole talk on that. But fundamentally, what he's saying is, if we all unite to, to Jenny's point, we can start really going deeper what the real issues are versus thinking about Ron DeSantis and his freaking stunt that he just pulled. This is like childish bullshit. Okay, anyway, let's bring the next caller in. Hi, how are you? What's your comment? Go ahead. How does the system approach the factor of the common law? Okay, so someone wants someone wants to talk about what is the system's approach for common laws, okay? So let's just talk about it this way. You're talking about from the constitutional standpoint, right? No, no. No. You, you no. have a lot of background. Can you turn off the background? Because you have our thing on, so it's feeding back. Yep, go ahead. So you want to just elaborate on your question? Yeah, the original common law also was called the ancient law. Before it was called the ancient law, it was called the unwritten law. And the unwritten law, ancient law, law of the land in Latin, legem terre, was a voluntary association. And if you don't know what that is, then you can't factor it into a systems approach. Well, I think what you need to do is you need to get up with the modern times and first take the course before, because you're sort of sitting in, you know, you're talking about Latin and stuff. We're in 2022 and we're living in the world of systems, complex systems. So why don't you study that? And then we'll have a conversation. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's take another caller. Let's talk about the relevant issues here, because you have a lot of the people who start talking about, you know, medieval crap and stuff like this and common laws. And these have nothing to do with the legitimate issues that we're dealing with now. So this is sort of the mistaken thinking. It's sort of being told what to think, not how to think. All right. The bottom line right now is we need to recognize to see the whole, not just look at common law or constitutional law or this law. Many of those systems were set up 200, 300 years ago. The universal principles of system science goes beyond any of these you know, issues of, of a set of human laws that were created for a particular time. The concepts that we discuss, these principles are time immemorial, all right? So anyway, uh, 617-631-6874, we're talking about the Martha's Vineyard thing. We're talking about the theater versus the hypocrisy. Uh, when Jenny and I were talking about this morning, a simple way, um, thanks for reminding me, Jenny, that you can think about this is, imagine an ant walking around. And the whole world is only two-dimensional. You can only go in an XY axis. System science makes you realize that there's a third dimension, that you can actually see the whole. That's what system science is. But if you're just walking in two dimensions, Republicans and Democrats, you're like an ant walking around. System science forces you to sort of become a 3D human being and see the world as it is. That's the, the, the most profound opportunity that system science offers. So let's wrap up by going around and each one of you guys giving sort of your closing statements and what you recommend 
um, the path forward is. Let's start with Frank. Go ahead, Frank. Oh, yeah. Uh, so on the subject of lesser of two evils, um, uh, we experienced that in your campaign, your first campaign. Um, you recall in uh, 2018, you started out as the first Republican in the race, race for U.S. Senate, went independent shortly thereafter. And then uh, <laughs> I got bombarded with, uh, you know, my fellow Republicans saying, oh, you got to, you know, forget about this guy. You know, you know, you got to, <laughs> he, 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 you're dividing, you're dividing the vote and this and that. They use this rhetoric all the time. You're dividing the vote, the lesser two evils. It's all the same rhetoric over and over, um, you know, and, and even, um, you know, even, even in the recent, recent election too, it's the same thing, you know, unite behind your, you know, they, it's like they're nervous. They're going to lose votes or something. They know that they, you know, they have a house of cards, really, you know. So you can you can see there's no confidence on either either party, you know. Frank, I think have- you're bringing up. I think you're bringing up a really good point, and it's probably something that every. It's one of the big learnings that I hope people leave with, and I is that this concept of unity, yeah. right? When they say when they start using the buzzword, but buzzword to tell people, oh, you're dividing, and yeah, what yeah. they're really talking about is you're talking too much truth, and it's gonna actually um, hurt our game here. So when they say unity, they're not talking about what we're talking about, working people uniting. They're talking about don't expose our house of cards. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I actually got thrown out of my party, my my local GOP for supporting you when you were a Republican. (laughs) I mean, that's how bizarre it was. (laughs) Yeah. Because you weren't falling in line, Frank. You weren't unifying around their BS. That's what they mean. Yeah. Let's yeah. go over to um, uh, Kristen. What are some closing thoughts that you have for people? Uh, my closing thoughts, guys, uh, just that at the end of the day, what we have here with Truth, Freedom, and Health that Dr. Shiva's created as far as like the infrastructure and the course and just all of it, which is so much um, that you can see on our website, it's all here. It's just waiting for you. All of the questions that people have, the sincere questions like what is to be done, um, what is to be done is to, to build a movement. And we as working people need to get organized. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, I've looked high and low at different things. And there are some other people here and there doing good work too. But the point is there's nobody else that's doing what's necessary to get organized which is what I think fundamentally we do need to, to do, get organizing and be united, truly united. Um, so I hope that, you know, if this resonates with you and you've watched this live and, and you're wondering what there is to be done, please just check out truthfreedomandhealth.com and please come to an orientation. Um, we do them weekly. They're completely free. You can answer, uh, ask questions, et cetera. Uh, and, and I do hope to see some of you there. Thank you. Yeah, to Kristen's point, to, to it's important to know that Every, so we're, we're you're just seeing a small glimpse of the uh, really very um, great community of people that are being brought together, and this movement's been growing steadily about 360,000 people throughout the world now. But the key thing is every Thursday, you may want to write this down at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. So we want to to Kristen's uh, point, we cater to a global community. Go to vashiva.com/orientation. And you will get a RSVP uh, invite to join the community. And we essentially have a open open house. You can meet others. You can communicate with them. 
So it's vashiva.com slash orientation. Um, I'll probably put up, let me put up a link on that right here as we go over to one of our other uh, warrior scholars here. We'll share with you. Let me bring that up. Um, uh, uh, Jamie, do you want to give some of your thoughts, your closing thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks, Dr. Shiva. In closing, I'd just like to kind of go off of um, what Kristen was saying and, um, and, and other people. You know, you might be thinking, why should I join this movement instead of another movement? Well, you know, the other, the other movements, that we have a real focus on education. And I look at those other movements, and, I, and they're not teaching about the not-so-obvious establishment. And the not-so-obvious establishment is going to turn them into, you know, make them look stupid, make them look like terrorists so easily because they're not even aware of it. And it's not just Dr. Shiva that's smart and going to keep you steered in the right direction. He's going to educate you so you see this stuff yourself. You know, you know how valuable that is? I mean, if you haven't joined, obviously, you don't know how valuable that is, but it's it's very valuable. And, uh, you know, I would just encourage anyone to, you know, sign up, take the course, Go at least go to the orientation and hear more about it, and you know, see other like-minded people. Um, you know, and you got to get beyond left and right, though, because like you've heard tonight, you have more in common with your neighbors than you do with Trump or Biden or DeSantis or whether left or right. You know what I mean? You work for a living, and and we're uniting around working people unite. What does that mean? That means people who work for a living, people who value other people who work for a living. You might not do the same thing, but you know what I mean? You work, and that's what most of us do. You know, there's more of us than them. That's what most of us do, right? We work. We try to keep our families under a roof and fed, you know? And these people, we have nothing in common with these people on the left or the right, you know? So that's what I got to say. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, I think the key thing is um, what do you have common with people like Elizabeth Warren or any of these people, or Ron DeSantis's, or the Trumps, or any of these people, because they are already, they um, they decided their lives many years ago. Look, Ron DeSantis, had, I believe, went to Harvard Law School. He went to Yale, all right? And I used to date someone who went to Harvard Law School. Let me tell you how these people plan their lives so far ahead. Anyway, every Christmas, Harvard Law School has the law school students put on a Christmas show, okay? So we go to the Christmas show and I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. They're doing some Christmas skit. And I go, oh, will this be videotaped and put up on the web? You know, everyone videotapes stuff, right? I mean, today everyone streams everything. And she goes, no, 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 no. They will not videotape any of this. I go, why? Well, because many of these people are going to run for politics and they don't want anything bad on their records. And these are 22, 23, 24 year old kids who are mindful of the fact that they one day will run for politics. They are planning their careers, career politicians at the age of 22, 23, like Ted Cruz and all these guys, okay? They are that kind of scheming individuals. They don't want photos, they, want, they don't want this, they don't want, right? It's all being charted out for them. Obama's plan was written all out, right? When they go to Harvard Law School and they go to these elite schools, their mentors is quite insightful. And, and look, I've been among these people and the level of planning 
the level of organization that they have to manipulate people is so well planned for them by the milieu of people are there with. So if you're an average working person, it behooves, I mean, I have no idea why you would even get on any of these trains. They have nothing to do with you. They despise you. I'm going to do a video shortly, Jason, I've told you that Tucker Carlson is a racist, but he's a racist to white people. This is quite profound, what I'm sharing with you. He actually hates white people because they use white, working class white people, get them all angry to get views and to drive them to Sean Hannity right here. And Frank, you know, Howie Carr hates white people. And Al Sharpton hates black people. If you really listen to behind closed doors, how they talk about people, it'll blow your mind. They don't value everyday working people. They think people are, I remember someone saying the masses are asses. That's the kind of words they use in Hollywood. And so wake the fuck up because they don't care about you. When you go get a signature from a Hollywood person, they close the door and say, ah, that guy's a star fucker. That's how they think about you. So if you have, if you think they have any respect for you, they don't. So have, like Suresh said, some self-respect for yourselves. We don't have anything common with someone like Trump, who is all about taking Papa's money, building golf courses and doing his stuff. And Don Jr., who's really never worked a day in his life. And yet we, we, we want them to change the world for us. Come on. Are you serious? Are you serious? Go ahead, Jenny. Closing comments. Uh, yeah, just simply that, I mean, you're not going to run away from these issues. They're going to follow you. You can try to move or uh, avoid dealing with them, but it's they're not going away. So you might as well get involved with someone who knows the science behind all of the inner workings of all of this. And this is the place to be. It'll teach you that. Um, someone, Jenny, as you were saying, said, someone said puppets are selected, not elected. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yep. But that's what you have. I mean, you, um, the amount of money, I think, you know, Jenny, that goes into when I was in college, you know, I was asked to um, work in my congressman's office. And what you find is all these letters come in. And they're just staffers who just read them, bucket them into things, and they write the signatures and they send them out. The congressman ain't reading your letters, okay? But the oh, I no, I've gotten some back from our con congressman. I'm like, that's not even what I called about. <laughs> right. It had nothing, nothing to do with it. With the NBIC Act of '86, so I get a letter back about thank you for blah 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 blah, and gives me a newsletter that he's from. Like, that's not what I. It's not what it's I asked. I met, met with you and your yeah. staff. So well, I, <laughs> why am I getting this letter? As you guys know, there's a company I created called Echo Mail. We were selected by the United States Senate to install Echo Mail. And it's amazing how the letters are processed. Letters come in. They have 140 different bins of form letters. Your letter goes in and it, a form letter is selected and the form letter gets sent out. And a check mark is put how many of those particular form letters and they get a little analysis. That's your letters are not being read. OK, so if you have this this illusion that my congressman's listening to me, remember, they're there just two years and, and the day they get into office, they're figuring out how to get reelected. That's all they're in there for two years. 
And so they're going to vote for things that either are for getting reelected, but not for any real substantive, um, uh, you know, things that cause change. And I'm, I'm not saying don't make calls or be active or voice your opinions. Or right. But just know that, but, to but rally together. Uh, just <laughs> it, it, writing to your congressman is not a form of activism that is effective. If you, when you study the course and you go through, you'll find out that when women in the 1900s started organizing bottoms up and men started organizing bottoms up, that's what put the fear of God in the establishment and we got any gains. It wasn't writing letters to your congressman, okay? It was bottoms up movements, militant bottoms up movements, but not one individual taking a gun and shooting someone. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about ferocious bottoms up movements. When I use the word ferocious, we're not talking about violent, we're talking about people who put the fear of God into these people. And that is what, and that comes when people collectively unite mm -hmm. with a common purpose. Um, go ahead, um, Jill. Yeah, you're more effective writing your neighbor than your congressperson because- Well, that's great. That's a great, actually great, read the letter. That's awesome. <laughs> um, that yes. is an awesome slogan, write your neighbor versus your congressman. I think they want, you know, they want us to believe that there's only two options, but there's not only two options. We have a third and that's what this is. We are the third option. We are, mm -hmm. we are the future. We are the change because we're the movement because it's, it's us as individuals and we are decentralizing things just like how the caller was talking about the federal reserve. That's the central banking system. And this is all about decentralization. So being everywhere um, all the time, essentially everywhere all the time is what we're doing and more people actually don't participate in politics than do participate because more people understand than don't understand and how do you reach those people you can't exactly reach all those people online because a lot of them aren't using the media because they know it's just marketing for the system so that's why we're on the ground talking to people locally um, communicating offline and we also do engage online like we are today but it's it's not limited to one form of outlet and like, you know, just have to emphasize that we have this infrastructure, we have these tools and we work together, but we're also working our communities actively, getting more people involved through multiple means of communication. And that's really gonna help change things. And when enough people get it, they're not gonna fall for the theatrics and they're not gonna have those votes. People will, will decide to make better decisions and we'll come up with real solutions and stop trying to beg the politicians to do something because they have their own agenda and that's to that's self-serving that's their corruption of how can i get more money and that's not what we want we want people to have what they deserve liberty truth freedom and health and so that's what we're achieving here so join us if you want to you know have a better life because you can give it to yourself they're not going to give it to you great thank you very eloquently said uh jill who else hasn't said a closing statement frank did you kristen you did Jill, Jason, Jenny, uh, Suresh, did you? I did not. Uh, closing comments. Uh, okay, so I'm seeing a lot of comments here saying, oh, Constitution, this, that. I mean, that's all not going to save anybody, guys. I mean, let's wake up. Uh, you can give somebody a cutting-edge technology tool, and if that person doesn't know what to do with it, I mean, so don't look for, like, some magic bullet solution to, like, come save you i mean there is hard work <laughs> if there is if your house is dirty your seat is dirty you, you gotta go out and clean the mess it's not like oh some magic legislation is gonna like come solve the problem for you so let's 
focus. We have limited time. We have limited energy. It's like writing to your whoever politician. They will send you a canned response. Okay, they are not gonna look at that. You're wasting your time. Don't think, oh, that's activism. You did something. It's useless. So we have limited time, limited energy. This life is very short. So we need to focus. So that's what truth and health is doing. So we are taking the right action. We, you, we educate people. So you elevate your consciousness. So you can see far beyond. Don't get like stuck into this theater. That's what they want to do. So you don't waste your time here when you come to truth and health. And we keep each other in check if people are like not focused, wasting their time on like, oh, maybe there we can do like a constitution or some YouTube guy, some podcaster. The problem is in the foundation. Okay, it's the people. So we need to educate people, elevate their consciousness. That's when things will happen when we work together. So stop thinking about constitution, some law, common law, or whatever is going on in the chat. Let's start from the beginning, from the basement. And then we will think about oh, some solution. So that's what I want to say. Come to Truth Freedom Health, take the orientation, come to the orientation, listen to what Dr. Shiva has to say. Take advantage of Dr. Shiva. Like he could be sitting, he could be sitting somewhere, relaxing. He he doesn't have to do all this, guys. He doesn't have to do all this for you guys. For us, he can just go and relax. Instead of asking, like, let's use our time. He's on our side. He could sit with others, people on the other side. They keep calling him. I'm sure they are calling him. Like, hey, what are you doing with these idiots? Come to our side. We can have enjoy. <laughs> go for a meal. I'm sure they're doing that to him every day. But he's still here. So let's not waste our time. Let's take advantage of what Dr. Shiva is providing us. He's sharing your, sharing all his experience, all he has learned about systems. Look what he's doing with Cytosol. Amazing papers are being published. So let's focus. Stop making money for these social media like clickbait articles, podcasters. Those guys are have no solutions. You're wasting your time. Time is very important. Anyway, come to True Freedom Health. Don't waste your time. Uh, let me just leave with a couple of thoughts here. Thank, thank you, everyone. By the way, thanks for everyone for our participation. One of the things to everyone listening is that you know our movement is growing and the people that you're hearing on this call are people who have gone through their own journeys in working to change the world. I mean, Suresh came here as an immigrant. I think you've been observing our movement for a long time. And then one day I think Suresh saw a video and he goes, shit, I need to get on the ground and do something. This is not about me just watching this and liking this guy. And then Suresh went on the ground and went over a highway and made his own banner and held it up and started meeting people. And that profoundly changed his life. Until you get off your ass and actually go meet other human beings, all of this stuff that is, is all just theory. So we have combined three things, theory, the education, the practice, getting on the ground, and third, the community. You can't get that anywhere else. And it's not just a movement, it's, it's a system. We've created a system. It's a movement. It is education, it is a community, it is science, it's all those things. It's an integrated system. So it's hard to explain what it is. We call it truth, freedom, and health. And you have that opportunity. But let me just make a couple of points here in closing is that there's a, there's a recognition that um, people think about at a certain point in your life, you make a decision as a human being. 
do I accept the way the world that it is? That's fine. I, I like it like it is. It works for me. I'm uh, Tucker Carlson. I got Hunter Biden as a friend. He'll write recommendation letters for my daughter. I can bullshit people. One day I can be on CNN for five years and MSNBC. Then I can put on a face and I can act like I'm all angry. Bullshitter. Okay. The, the system works well for him. So he doesn't care to change anything. Or you decide, hey, I want to change the world. This ain't working for me. My kids, I don't see a future. And when you, so you either decide to change the wor- way the world is or you accept it. Those in power accept the way the world it is. They love it. In fact, they want to amass more power. But if you go down the secondary path and you say, I want to change the world, then you come down to various options. One option is legalism. I'm going to file lawsuits. Lawsuits are going to do it. And you do that. And then you find out, wait a minute, all the judges are bought. (laughs) That's what you come to. You learn that. Then you say, no, 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 no. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to run for office with the goal of winning. And, and, and that's called opportunism. Okay. One is legalism. One's called opportunism. Because many of those people go with the end goal of winning that seat will always compromise. Well, you know, Kristen, I got to do that right now. We got to win that Senate seat, right? Everything begins about winning. And then by the time you're done, you have so many hands down your pants. You got all these people gave you money. You owe everything. And that's what this is. And if you want to win a president, oh, my God, you know how many people own you? Especially if you're coming top down, not bottoms up, okay? So legalism, opportunism. So a lot of people talk about, well, what do you think about the constitutional republic? What do you think about the 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 what are they what do they call it? Uh, the federation of states? Right. These people forget that that the constitution and the American Revolution did not would never exist unless there was a bottoms up movement. And the elites of the time of the revolution, the only way they got the working person to fight, they said, look. Uh, I'm going to give you the First Amendment. I'll give you even the Second Amendment. It was one step forward, but the elites always went two steps back. They gave you the right to vote, but they made sure there were a couple of strings back there, right? You created parties, you created primaries, you created ways that outsiders could never get in. It was one step forward, two steps back. Britain is a stellar example of this. The British, the British don't even have a freaking constitution. They still have a monarch. Who can take away their powers like that? And then they talk all this philosophical bullshit out of Oxford, thinking like they're the most civilized pe- civilized government, not the people, because they subjugate their own people. So the elites are very clever going one step forward and two steps back. And they will they always love it when you follow the path of legalism or opportunism. But they surely do not want us to build a bottoms-up movement which is decentralized and raises people's consciousness. What is the end state of that? It would be absolutely wrong for me to say, well, the end state is to da, 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 da. The end state, the means and the ends are to raise people's consciousness. How that evolves becomes how people want to evolve it. Our movement is a catalyst. It's a catalytic engine. It's a catalyzed a movement of, by raising people's consciousness beyond left and right. How that movement manifests itself will be up to people. It's not for me to say or Jason to say or Suresh to say or Jill to say or Jenny or Frank or Kristen. What we are trying to do is to raise people's consciousness to recognize this electoral process of 
every two to four years suddenly waking off, getting off the couch and going and voting, and the other 365 days of the year just sitting and waiting, that's not being a citizen. We want people to be active citizens every day. And we've created an infrastructure you can. You can give 20 minutes of your time handing out a card, writing an article, meeting your neighbor. We've created the infrastructure that you can educate. This is a perpetual campaign. And as Jenny, as you and I were talking this morning, the most important thing our movement gives is an incredible gift. You, you start learning this. Number one, you're not going to feel desperate anymore. You're not going to be complacent. You're not going to feel divided. That's a gift. Number two, for your kids and yourself, you know that you, you did something. Hey, during this week, I handed out 100 cards. I met with a few people. I went on social media and I commented on these videos to bring other people to the orientation. We, or you can teach. Everyone can teach. You leave every week knowing as part of your work, hey, I put in a few minutes or in a couple an hour and I contributed to something and I'm part of a community, a true community that's going beyond left and right. You can't get that gift anywhere. That's what you have. It is truly a gift. And I'm honored to be able to have created with all these wonderful people, this infrastructure to afford the world that gift. But it's now it's time for you to seize the day and take this gift and recognize that you're going to grow out of this. You will have these incredible people in your life all over the world. Like Suresh, we have people in Nigeria and Australia and all the way in Antarctica, even someone signed up. Okay. So you can't say that you don't have anyone, okay? So it's really up to you. We're not gonna force anyone to do this. Everyone comes when it feels right and you don't need everyone, but we hope you take advantage of this. And I hope this conversation, the thoughts that Jenny has shared and Jason and Suresh and Jill and Kristen and Frank, who come from hard fought experience bottoms up, opens your eyes that if you get, this is, 2022 should be an opportunity. We don't get caught in the in in the in the habit trail in the theater. That is what we. That's why we call this. That's why we call this meeting today. We don't want you to get lost in the chasing the dog. You know, the dog chasing the tail. Be it Jesse Jackson, if you followed him. Be it Bernie Sanders. Be it Trump. Be it Obama. You've been chasing the tail. You don't have to do that. The movement. The system is here for you. So take advantage of it. So I just want to thank uh, Jenny. Thank you very much. It's 1020. I know it's a Saturday from your kids. You've taken time, Jason, from your kids, Suresh from your family, and Jill from your family and your kids. And Kristen, you have kids. And Frank's on vacation. You know, Frank's um, doing a bunch of construction work. Uh, everyone here works for a living. Um, so, and we're doing this on a Saturday during our time because we think this is very, very important. We're all dedicated to educating um, the world in a way to support people raising their consciousness. Um, Sandy Garifan, I'll end with Sandy's statement. She says, Sandy's an educator. She says, find your way to clarity and authenticity. Beautifully said, Sandy. Anyway, thank you, everyone. You guys stay on. I'm just going to end here. Thank you, everyone. Be well, be the light. And we look forward to seeing you in the near future.
still live? I think so. One second. 